check, check. One, two. Hello, hello. Hey, everybody. This is Dave Canyon. Welcome to Dumbing It Down with Dave. I am your one and only solo host for this and every episode. Dave Canyon. Doing the fastest podcast on earth. Traveling at speeds of anywhere from 65 to an unlimited amount of miles per hour. I really don't want to give away my top speed. But let's just be safe to say I am on the New York State Thruway. I'm headed southbound. And today, this broadcast here is a little bit special. Not really. But I have to say these things to keep being intriguing. To keep being intriguing. To intrigue you. To give the show a little something different. I am actually at work. Whoa. Yes, I'm at work. I am in the truck. I am in a tractor trailer. I am pulling doubles. I am headed southbound. I am wearing a headset that comes with a microphone. This is a not really built. This um, this is not really... I don't know what I got on my head, really. I think it's the entry-level headset with microphone I bought at Best Buy. I don't know how long ago. I think this is really more... This is really more for indoor use. Uh, I am indoor... In two doors. I am in, in a truck. Um, I don't know how much background noise is being picked up. I won't know until I end this recording and then play. Um, so anyway, but I just wanted to give you a heads up um, that this is what I'm doing. I'm taking a chance to doing this at work. Uh, there is a camera on me right now. That's not very pleasant. There's always a, uh, a camera on me since uh, this new uh, evolution of technology, uh, law enforcement, uh, employee uh, coaching, and all that stuff. So, the camera will is there. It's recording everything, but it discards everything. Um, unless I hit a bump, if I have an event, some sort of event, and then the camera registers the event, and then it'll record like 10 seconds. I think it records the 8 seconds prior to the event, and four seconds after or something like that. There's some sort of mathematical thing that it does. So I'm taking a chance uh, because I'm not supposed to be wearing this headset while I'm working. But who cares? I mean, it's 8.30, Saturday night. I'm headed southbound. There's nobody on the road. I mean, I can see cars in front of me. Uh, I can see one car, three cars back. Yeah, I mean, I'm in the middle of, say, of a pack of 12 cars. But I got a good quarter mile between me and the car in front of me. I got a car kind of closing in on my tail. Uh, behind that car, I got three cars that about a quarter mile to a half a mile behind me. So I'm not really concerned that uh, I'm in the, like, for most of you are thinking, oh my God, you're driving a truck, you're in the middle of traffic, city streets, you know, you got to pay attention who's on your right, who's on your left, who's at the intersection and traffic lights and whatever. I'm not, I'm not involved in that right now. Right now, I'm going down a very long, straight road from Albany down to Suffern, New York, and then I will continue on to Ronkonkoma which most people call Ronkonkoma, but I like to call it Ronkonkoma. It's just a little thing I like to do. I like to change that name, Ronkonkoma. Um, so I'll be going, uh, you know, down there from Suffern, and then I'll come back to Suffern, then I'll go down to Newark, New Jersey, and then I'll come back to Suffern, and then I'll go back to Albany, and then Rensselaer, New York. So just to give you a heads up, I'm not going to go through the whole day with you, you don't really care. But this is just a test episode. If I like what I hear, then then if you're hearing it, then that means I've published it. So this is going to be dumbing it down with Dave. 
it potentially could be episode 13. It could be episode 14. I have a 13 in the can. I'm not extremely thrilled with it. But I think I'm going to publish that because I've already done it. It's like a half an hour. Um, it's not riveting. It's not the most riveting, compelling, informative, all the ingredients that I like to put into a podcast. Um, I'll at least try to. You know, that's my effort. I'm still in my infancy stage. I've established that. I've said it over and over again. So I just really have to record and publish, record and publish. At some point, it's going to become a little bit more than just recording and publishing. I'm going to have to bring, as my friend Mark uh, so eloquent, elo- eloquently, I'm not being eloquent, but he so eloquently, that's a tough one. I don't say that word. I say eloquent. Not really, but eloquently. Well, that's a tough one. So, as he so eloquent, eloquently, wow, really, that's really, I'm not even trying to be funny here. Eloquently put it. You know, I'm probably not even saying the word right at all. Eloquent. Eloquently. Eloquently. No. Eloquently. Put it. Um, I have to bring a little bit more of the it of dumbing it down with Dave to the show. He's right. He's right. But I don't know if that'll be today. I don't think it was yesterday. And I don't know if it'll be tomorrow. I don't know if I even want to so much consciously be aware of bringing the it to dumbing it down with Dave. Um, I like what I was doing. But it is worth self-examining. Self-examining? It is worth examining. It is worth thinking about. About the evolution of the show. The evolution of myself. The evolution of my life. Um, how things will progress day to day. You know, as I like to live life point zero zero one, point zero zero one a day. Just a little bit better than the day before. It doesn't have to be... One point, 20 points better than the day before. That's a lot to ask for. You know, most companies, they're looking for double-digit sales increases, right? Is that correct? I'm not in the business world. But it seems to me every time I'm hearing about business productivity, business increases, profits, they're always looking for double digits, double digits. Well, basically, we're talking about 10, 10.0. Uh, 9.9 is a double digit, but not really, you know. That's 9.9. They want double digit, 10% or more. It's a number that's out there. I'm not a business school graduate. I don't understand it, you know, why that's so important. Um, But this is just a podcast, and my life is my life. So I'm not going to stand here and tell you that I'm going to bring double digit productivity increases to my life, uh, to this podcast to anything I do, that seems to be a lot to ask for. How would I even measure that, to tell you the truth? How do you measure 10% in life? I'm not going to do that. Uh, I'm not going to waste my time. I like .001. That works for me. That is also unmeasurable. How do you measure .001? Well, all I know is this. Do what you do. Every day. Be aware of what you do. Every day. Really. 24 hours in a day. You break that down. You break that down to, you know, it's like the chicken and the egg. Where do you start? Do you start from the moment you wake up? Fine. That's okay. You can start from the minute you go to sleep. But let's just say for the purposes of waking up. You wake up. Are you waking up properly? Of course the question is, have you slept as well as you could have? But... We're starting at the point of waking up. 
So I guess we'll circle around, maybe, if I stay on track and I don't go down a rabbit hole and then lose my trail. Um, we'll circle back to that. That'll be the end of this podcast, maybe. Let's see how this goes. Once again, folks, I'm winging it. I'm winging it. This is episode probably 14, 13's in the can, dumbing it down with Dave, fastest po- podcast on earth. Um, you can email me at dumbingitdownwithdave at yahoo.com. Dumbingitdownwithdave at yahoo.com. Uh, I'm on Twitter, dumbwithdave, at dumbwithdave. Um, I was just thinking the other day, I'm probably going to create a Yahoo address where it's dumb with Dave, because that's the only thing that isn't dumb with Dave. I have a Facebook page that's dumbing it down with Dave, but I think you can get to it at dumb with Dave. So I have two different things working here. It's not that confusing. It's either dumbing it down with Dave or dumb with Dave. So I think I have to have both going because not everybody pays attention very well. Not everybody focuses very well. And I know that the other day on my buddy Mike's show, Pipe Dream, uh, that he hosts, um, he uh, made a mistake, uh, which is fine. You know, I make mistakes too, where he uh, referred to the email address as Dumb with Dave because he knows it's it's best to be simple. So he said that. He didn't say Dumbing It Down with Dave, and I texted him during the show while he was giving the plug, and then later on he did correct it. So don't forget to listen to Pipe Dream on the Comedy Pipe Network with Mike, also known as 3D, and also with um, Jefferson and Joe Green. So he's got his co-hosts, he's got special guests. Um, I was on episode 177. I think this week will be episode 184. It's every Wednesday at 8 p.m. on the internet. www.comedypipenetwork.com and you'll be listening to Pipe Dream. You can see it on YouTube. You can watch it on YouTube. And I'll be quite honest with you, it's not the most visually stimulating show. They have one camera. I have a problem with that. But let's not go down that rabbit trail. We'll come back. We'll talk about Pipe Dream another time. But you can watch it. You can just listen to it. Okay. Um, so that's it. Wednesdays, 8 p.m., every Wednesday, Eastern Standard Time, uh, or even Eastern Daylight Savings Time. Whatever it is. If you're on the East Coast, it's 8 o'clock. If it's the rest of the world, I don't know. Figure it out. You're smart. You're using the Internet. Pipe Dream on the Comedy Pipe Network with my friend Mike 3D and his co-hosts Jefferson and Joe Green. All right, so you wake up, all right? We're talking about increasing your productivity or your profits or whatever, point zero zero one. And I'm winging it. I'm making this up. I have no research. I'm going about, I'm going to do this podcast like I go about my life. I'm just going to figure it out one moment at a time. Well, from what I understand, when you wake up, you're not supposed to just jump out of bed. You kind of just sit there. And for, for a lot of you, that shouldn't be too hard. Kind of get your bearings, uh, if I can add this, I'll add this. Scan your body. Mentally scan your body. Of course mentally. How else would you do it? Scan your body. From your head down to your toes. You know what? You want to be different? Start from your toes. Work your way up to your head. Doesn't matter to me. You know, do you want to start from your right side and go to your left side? Do you want to go from your left side to your right side? It's interesting because I'm thinking, yeah, most people would start from the head to your toes. Okay, I mean, why not? 99% of you will probably do that if you do this exercise at all. Some of you might start from your toes. I like the idea of starting from the head, working my way down, and then when I get to the toes, I flush out the garbage. I know that sounds ridiculous. If you're going to flush anything out, you do it through your butthole, or you do it through the vagina or your penis. All right, am I getting crude? Crude? 
I'm not trying to. I'm just saying, flush it out. Whatever it is that you don't like, whatever feelings you don't like, flush it out. But that scanning your body when you wake up, it's not even about that. It's just being aware. Being aware of your fingers, being aware of your sensations uh, in your body, the physical sensations. Being aware. Just that. Just be aware of your body. Give it a little chance to catch up to you. You've been dormant for four hours, six hours, eight hours. You've been dormant. You don't want to jump out of bed. Just get it together. Don't even think about the rest of the day. Just go through the body. Go through the body. That's my suggestion. These are unprofessional suggestions, by the way. I'm just making this up as I go along. But I do this. And then I slowly move my legs to put the feet on the ground. There's no rushing at this point. If you're late, well, that's on you. But try not to be late. Try not to be late. Maybe at the end of this podcast, we'll figure out how to stop you from being late. How to stop you from being a procrastinator. I'm still a procrastinator, so I don't know how much help I'm going to be to you. But I'm working on it. I am absolutely working on not being a procrastinator. I think a good idea when you wake up in the morning, and I've read this, is you should have a glass of water. You probably should brush your teeth. I brush my teeth twice in the morning. I have a toothbrush, and I have an electric toothbrush. I have one of those oral bees. I love it. I love the electric toothbrush. I love the way it spins. I love it all. I do. I think it does a great job. I think it does a better job than I would do with a manual toothbrush. But then again, I don't know. I think it's a good idea to have a glass of water. Do it after you brush your teeth or before. It doesn't matter to me. I don't know what the rules are. There are no rules. You can have water with lemon. You can have water with apple cider vinegar. You can have a detox drink prepared the day, you know, the night before, you know, before you went to sleep. Um, I like to drink my fluids at room temperature. I don't like to have freezing cold water. I've also read that, that there's a benefit to not drinking ice cold water, to just drinking room temperature water. You're not waking up, hopefully, in 100 degree heat. So you don't really need to shock your body with freezing cold water. Do what you want. But I like a little detox drink. I like 20 ounces of water, or let's say 19 ounces of water in a 20 ounce bottle with two tablespoons of apple cider vinegar two tablespoons of lemon juice, pure, not from concentrate, uh, a little cayenne pepper, a little cinnamon, um, a, uh, a packet of stevia, no sugar, stevia, I don't know, they say it's better, I'm not an expert, I don't know, consult your physician, um, is that everything? Apple cider vinegar, lemon, cayenne pepper, cinnamon, right, and stevia, and then you, I put it in the, the Ninja blender, whatever you got, and, and you know, let it run for 30 seconds. Um, I also put in some cod liver oil. You can put in flaxseed oil, or not. You're just really trying to give your body a little little something. It's not a kick. It, it's just replenishment. Your body was dormant. It dehydrates while you sleep. You, you know, you're not drinking while you're sleeping. So it only makes sense that your body is getting rid of stuff while you're sleeping. And the whole purpose of sleeping is to recharge you really need to think about sleeping as the most important part of your day. Really? Yes. We over we have overlooked it. We do take it for granted. And I think there's a small movement somewhere in this country to f- focus on sleep. 
We're so busy on being awake, on being productive, and squeezing as much crap out of a rock during the day as we can. But focus in on your rest. Focus in on your sleep. Let your body energize, re-energize, recharge, and get rid of the toxins. What are those toxins? I don't know. But the thoughts that you've had from the previous day, the feelings, the ideas, the emotions, the trauma, uh, well, and the good stuff too. It's, it, it's your chance to give your body the time it needs while you're unconscious, while you're asleep, to give your brain the most important part of your body and the heart. Uh, you know, with the brain and the heart, you can do anything. You don't have to have legs. You don't have to have arms. You don't have to have eyes. You don't have to have sight. You don't have to have hearing. Think of all the people in the world that don't have any of those things. But they have a heart. It pumps the blood. They have lungs. And they have um, they have a brain. So you need those things. you got to breathe. you got to have blood. It's got to be pumped. And you got to have a brain. you got to have a thought process. You don't have to... No... You don't have to have the rest of it. The rest of the, the rest of the parts of your body are just tools. They're just tools. They're all attached to the core of you. All right, we're getting a little deep there. So, rest. Try to rest as much as possible. Um, you got to think about your sleep. You wake up. You have that detox drink. You don't have a glass of water with lemon. You don't have to drink all twenty ounces at once. You drink ten ounces. You drink eight ounces. You can drink eight ounces now and eight ounces from an hour from now. It doesn't matter. But just try to put a little body, a little uh, fluid right back into your body. I brush with a toothbrush, regular old toothbrush. I don't even put toothpaste on it. I just run the cold water, you know, over the toothbrush. I, I might put some in my mouth, rinse, and then I just want to clean up. I just want to scurry the bacteria that's built. I just want to disturb whatever process was going on in my mouth while I was sleeping. I just want to... Top and bottom, front and back, side to side, up and down. I'm not. I'm not trying to do everything. I'm just trying to do something. Just just scurry, scurry the bacteria. You know, scare it away and just disturb the process of the plaque buildup and all. Just blah, 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 done. You don't have to floss. You don't have to use toothpaste. You don't have to use the Oral B. You don't have to use Listerine. Just scurry. Just scare. You know, blah, disturb the process. Okay. And then, you know. What are you going to do? How much time do you have before you got to go wherever you got to go? Most people have to go somewhere. Very rarely do you wake up and not have to go anywhere. All right, is it your off day? Well, go back to bed. What do I care? Uh, you know, sit down somewhere. Sit down in the kitchen. Sit down in the living room. Just don't put on the TV. Don't go to your phone. Don't go to your tablet. Find a quiet space. You just came from a quiet space. Yeah, I know, but... Sit somewhere. Sit somewhere different than where you were just laying down. You got up, you brushed your teeth, you had a little drink of water. Now you get to sit down again. Or, I don't know, do you have a backyard? Is it peaceful? Can you go to a peaceful backyard spot? Go there. Take in some outdoor air. Take some deep breaths. In, out. Everything's slow. Dave, how much time do you think I have? You think I have two hours before I have to get... I don't know how much time you have. So you got a proportion. Maybe you only have 30 seconds to go in the backyard and get some air. But how often do you leave your house and you don't get some back some backyard air? Or front yard air? All right. Are you grabbing the paper? I don't know. 
Do you have to rush to throw the garbage out? I don't know. You got to get the kids to school? I don't know. The dog wants to be walked? I don't know. But allow yourself to put yourself on the top of that list of priorities. You got to take care of yourself. Once again, I'm not a physician, I'm not a therapist, I'm nobody. Just a truck driver testing out my headset, my microphone, going down the throughway, just doing a podcast. Just trying to. Am I doing anything groundbreaking? No. But you know what? I bet you somebody might listen to this one day and go, you know what? He's right. I should I should wake up a little bit slower. Maybe I should scan my body a little bit. Maybe I should be aware of my 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 digits, my fingers, my toes. Maybe I should, you know, just give myself a slow stretch, you know, when I get out of the bed. Slow. Have a little glass of water, maybe a detox drink. Uh, brush the teeth kind of get the senses together uh, go out in the backyard grab a breath 30 seconds to a minute stretch look at the sky enjoy your the air can you see the blue sky is it morning is it nighttime when you wake up enjoy the stars I think as humans American humans I cannot speak for the rest of the world we really have I think most of us really have forgotten. We've let go of the the majesty, the the beauty of the sky. Night and day. I think we really are for what it seems to me very heavily focused on what's on TV. What is something that will entertain me and keep my mind off of things. You know, whether it's a one-hour drama that everybody's watching, everybody's talking about at the water cooler, keeping up so you're not left out. That's a big thing. Keeping up so you're not left out. Because you want to be included. You want to be included with them. You're not thinking so much about them being included in you. Because maybe your self-esteem isn't that great. Whatever self-esteem is. Maybe you just find it easier. But there is a sheep-like, herd-like, H-E-R-D, mentality. A spirit, a herd spirit, a herd, you know, attitude that we have in this country. I believe that. I think that's true. Where, if you're not watching Breaking Bad, you're out. If you're not watching Mad Men, you're out. If you're not, you know, a Game of Thrones or a Boardwalk Empire, you're out. I only watched Breaking Bad, and that was at the end, and I binged, and I, I didn't talk to anybody about it. I never got to a chance to be a part of that. I know people do The Walking Dead. I could go through all the TV shows that I'm aware of, and there's a lot that I'm not aware of, and that's, that's a big thing that's on people's minds, is watching TV. If you go in your backyard and stretch, if you do these things I tell you, I suggest to you, I'm not telling you, that I'm suggesting that it's a possibility that you may explore. And you go to work and you tell people what you did. Yeah, you know what? <laughs> who knows what the reaction will be? Oh, you know, well, who knows what the reaction will be? Oh, that's, that's nice. Oh, you saw the stars? Oh. 
Twinkle, twinkle, huh? Yeah. Okay, Dave. That's nice. Talk to you later. You know. Talk to you later. You're gonna get. You're gonna get some weird reactions. Oh, oh, yeah, the sky was blue. Oh, yeah. Oh, you saw a cloud. Looked like a duck. Oh. Oh. That's nice. Yeah, I saw a cloud, and I saw a cloud. It was white, puffy. Yeah. Okay, so I gotta go. I got a lot of paperwork to do. So yeah. But you don't have to brag about it. You don't have to... Just... Think about how important it is to be part of that herd. Is it really that important? Is there really any incredible... What's the incredible? I'm just going to put it out there. I'm going to elicit thought from my audience. What is the incredible? What is the tangible or even intangible connection that you are looking for or want? And... and at the end of it, how do, how do you really feel? How do you really feel? How do you, how do you react? Is it really that special that you could talk to these people that you work with? Maybe, maybe you're friends with them or, at, or away from the job. Maybe you're not. Well, Dave, just because you're antisocial doesn't mean I have to be antisocial. I'm not talking about anti- being antisocial. I'm talking about really understanding your existence on this planet. What are you doing? What are you doing with your life? What are you doing with your day? <clears throat> so, where are we? We're on the backyard. We're on the deck. We're uh, we're on the porch. We're on the terrace. We're on the front steps. All uh, right, Dave. I don't. I live in the city. I live in an apartment building. All right. Well, stand by a window. The best window with a view. I don't know. You know, go in your living room. There's got to be a space. Hey, go in your closet. You have a walk-in closet? What's Get a picture of a skyline or a sunset. Or or you have Sirius Satellite? Put on the Spa Channel. You have... Um, don't put on the Weather Channel. You know, uh, don't put on Good Morning America and all that crap. You know, you don't need to be scared to death. Uh, I don't know. It's got to be a comfortable spot. And by the way, if the answer to this is I don't have any of that, Dave, well, guess what? I think you got something to do. I think you have a little project. You got to find a spot in your apartment, a spot, your go-to spot, a meditative spot. That's the spot where you could sit there or stand there and be comfortable. Your little isolation chamber, your little tank. Away from it all. But Dave, it's a one-bedroom apartment. Okay, well, it's just one spot for you to sit your tukis on. Tukis? What's that? That's, I think that's Yiddish for butt. Your tukis. I don't, I've never written the word. I couldn't even begin to tell you how to spell it. There's probably a C and an H in there. Tukis. T-U-C-H-U-S? I don't know. You're not going to write it. You don't need to know how to spell it. You just know how to pronounce it without hurting yourself. Tuchus. 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 Um, so, you need a spot. Are you going to burn incense? No, I, I don't care what you do. Uh, it should be a comfortable location. Does it involve a stool, a chair, a couch, a lazy boy, a recliner? Uh, does it involve pillows, a blanket, a light? I don't know. I don't, I don't know. You have to decide for yourself. But I think it's nice to have a spot. Your go-to spot. Your timeout chair. 
your timeout location, where you put yourself in timeout. Or you put the rest of the world in timeout, but that's where you go to play. It's one or the other. A place to separate. Day we get it. Well, I know you get it, but the other guy doesn't get it, or the other lady doesn't get it. So i got to give them a little bit more time. If you got it, good. You don't have to check out. Just be patient. Examine your patience. Examine why you're getting all antsy. You want to get going. I understand. But you got to be a little helpful. you got to be a little patient. I'm trying to help the other person here. Because I don't think everybody really understands, even though I'm saying it clearly. I don't know if people really get it. A spot. Your spot. Should you have the phone right there? I don't know. Why not? But shut the ringer off. No phone call is that important. Really, Dave? No. How often do you get that phone call? That that phone call. You must come now. You must come save my life. I'm in the process of having a heart attack. Please come over and resuscitate me. I'm choking. Come on over and... Wait, what... What is that phone call? The company is folding as we speak. You must come and recalculate the numbers and un, un, you know, save us from foreclosure. I can honestly say, honestly say, in 52 years, I have never, almost 53, I have never gotten that phone call. I've never gotten that phone call. Am I fortunate or am I typical? I don't know. I've never gotten the phone call that says, stop everything you're doing now and come now. Leave now, come now. So, I do have a phone in my area, in my meditation room. You have a meditation room? Well, I call it that. There's no official criteria. Dave, are we going to get to the part where we go through the day? Yeah, we're doing that. We've already woken up. We've slowly scanned the body. We've put our feet on the floor. We, we've scanned our bodies. We've brushed our teeth. We had some water. We brushed our teeth one out of this two times. We're going to do it. Had a little water, maybe detox drink. We're either in the backyard or the front yard. We've stretched. We've uh, we've tried to be slowly aware of our environment. We've taken in some air. We've looked at the sky or the stars and the trees and the birds. We've listened for noise near and far. Birds, the wind, your neighbors, the traffic. Whatever. But to appreciate life for what it is. To be aware that you're breathing. You're standing on your own two feet. You you got your heart pumping, your lungs. You got your brain. You're not rushing to the internet. You're not rushing to the to the phone, to the tablet, to the to the desktop, to the laptop. You're not looking at the television. You're not hitting the remote right away and setting your reminders for later in the day so you can watch that one hour drama that everybody's involved in. You don't need to watch the weather channel to know what the weather is. You don't need the local news. The local news is there to scare you. The local news is not there to help you or support you. The local news only wants to attract your attention to the bad things that have happened while you were asleep or the bad things that are about to happen the rest of the day. So at the same time, in between the announcements of the bad news, they can sell you a little soap. That's what they want to do. They want to sell you some soap. They want to sell you a TV dinner. They want to sell you a get-rich-quick scheme. They want to sell you tires. And that's okay. I'm not going to stand here and badmouth you know, advertising and badmouth television. But just understand what it's there for. 
They want you to be in love with the people on the set of that show. Whether it's Good Morning America or the Today Show. Oh, look at these handsome people. And they're telling you stuff that you're going to want to know. You don't know it yet, but you're going to want to know this information. You're going to want to see this segment because it affects you. Really? Yeah. No, I don't think so. Dave Canyon doesn't think so. But understand, that's what that box, that TV is all about. To attract your attention, to get you to buy into whatever it is that they're saying. Because you don't know until they tell you. Oh, ten ways for you to get rich. Ten ways for you to look younger. Five ways. Come here's a here's a vegetable that you the most powerful protein, the amino acid, the antioxidant. Oh my God! Every segment, and every so often they'll throw in a celebrity to really entice you. This celebrity here, not only is she the wife of that guy, or the star of this show, but she's also an incredible cook. Really. She's not a chef in a restaurant. She's an actress, but yet she's so good at what she does. We're going to feature her in a cooking segment? What? She's got a cookbook? What? It's all to attract your attention. So you'll stick around and buy the soap. And to buy the insurance. And to buy the car. And to, you know. It's just so much of attracting your attention. And what they do is they take you away... They do. They very successfully have done that, where they take you away from what's really most important. is you doing the Good Morning America for you. For you do, to do the Today Show for you. Your morning. Unless you work nights like me, which is your afternoon or your early evening. I don't want to you know, just focus on the people who wake up in the morning. People wake up at all different times of the day. So, think about that. That phone call is never going to happen, for the most part, that I know of, in your spot. So, you're going to have to eat something before you go to work. I believe in that. Eat sensibly. One bowl of whatever, two eggs, protein. You want protein to start the day. Once again, I'm not a nutritionist. I'm not a therapist. I'm not a physician. I'm nothing. Eat sensibly. Do you smoke? Try not to smoke today. Try to smoke half as much. Try not to smoke at all. Try to look at your pantry. You got processed food in there? A lot of salt? A lot of sugar? Well, think about that. Scan. Scan your body. Scan your environment, your house, your apartment. Scan. Scan the pantry. Scan your refrigerator. Dave, i got to go to work. I, I understand that. So don't do it all today. Don't do it all right now. But at some point, scan. Focus in on the .001 improvement of your life every day. Scan. Assess. Reassess. Make a list. Make a small list. Make a to-do list. Make uh, goals and steps to the goal. Are you single? Well, then you can do it by yourself. Or find a friend to talk about it with. Or email me at Dumbing It Down with Dave. I'll talk to you. I'll help you through it. 
I don't have expert advice. I don't have a TV show. I'm not one of these people they call. I'm working on my own life. I need people helping me. But I have a very basic, very basic, general entry-level idea of how to make changes in your life. Is that what the show is about? Well, right now, if you're listening, you're interested in improving your life. Because you're thinking for the first time, maybe not the first time, maybe you thought about it before, and maybe I'm reminding you, that there's sort of an absence of purpose in your life, or there's an absence of satisfaction at the end of the day, or even at the beginning of the day. Like, what am I, what's going on? What am I doing? What am I about to do? What have I done? How is today any better or different from the day before? So I mentioned about measuring your productivity, your sales, your profits, 10%, your double digits, whatever. I like more of the point zero zero one. So I am elaborating on all these things that I go through my day. To be so conscious. It doesn't mean laser-like focus. It just means to be conscious of your environment. The room you wake up in. I don't think you should have electronics in your room, by the way. We're going to circle around to this part where we go to sleep. But I don't think you should have electronics in your room. The least amount of... Well, what do you mean, Dave? Well, you know, anything that lights up in the dark when you're sleeping. I do have an alarm clock in my room. And it does tell me the time, but I'm working on that. I don't know if that's going to be forever. I can look up, and I can see the time, and then I do the math in my head to see how long I can sleep for before I have to get up. Um, I'm not sure if that's what I want in my room anymore. I think I have to trust... Uh, I don't know. I have to know what time it is when I wake up, but I have to see about waking up less. Because I've been waking up, like, for some reason, after three or four hours of sleep. And I don't always have to go to the bathroom. Sometimes I look at the clock and go, oh, it's only two o'clock. I got four more hours. So, I don't know a better way of waking up and being observant of the time before I have to go, you know, and knowing how much time I have to go back to sleep for before I have to wake up again. But I'm wondering if I'm waking up because my body wants me to look at the clock. What if I didn't have the clock? Maybe I would just sleep a little bit longer. I don't know. But I don't like having a TV in my room. My wife likes having the TV in the room. I don't want the t- I don't want that box in my room. I refer to it as the box. It's, n- it's nothing innovative. I just don't want it in my room. I don't have a landline in my room. I do have the cell phone. Uh, sometimes in the room. Sometimes it's on the bed with me. I know a lot of people are sleeping with their cell phones. Um, uh, sometimes I just leave it in the bathroom next to the bedroom. And I, I have the ringer off. It's on silent. I don't need to hear the thing knocking, notifications. Um, sometimes I shut off the Wi-Fi. Sometimes I leave it on all night long. But you don't need to have the Wi-Fi on. You can put it on in the morning. And then, yeah, I know there's a whole rush of information to your phone. Your phone starts registering all these emails, and I know it's crazy. I don't know. I don't know about that. I, I like to have as my room as electronic-free as possible. If it was up to me, I, I, if it was up to me today, that TV would be gone. But my wife likes having it in the room. Sometimes she doesn't want to watch TV in the living room, so she likes to have it in the bedroom. I understand. I'm at home a lot. I'm on the road working. Um, so where are we? Breakfast, you know, scanning the pantry, scanning what you eat. Are you eating right? Are you eating proportionally? I can't help you with that. You gotta, you know, 
you don't want to starve yourself. You don't want to overeat. You don't want to just gorge yourself with carbohydrates and fats. You want to have some protein in the morning. Anyway, I, the point of this whole thing is really to raise your level of consciousness. I believe that I'm not the smartest guy in the world, but I operate at a higher level of consciousness than some, not most, maybe most. What do I know? If I am at a higher level of consciousness, I'm probably pretty aware that the possibility exists that I'm not higher than most, that I don't operate higher than most. Who can judge that? Who can gauge that? We do get bogged down in that whole thing of comparing ourselves and all that. I don't know. It doesn't matter to me how I do compared to the rest of the world. You know, um, what's that thing they do with kids? This, um, the curve, right? Don't they talk about that curve? Above the curve, I don't know, whatever it is. I can only do for me what I can do for me. And you can only do for you what you can do for you. So it doesn't matter how you are in relation to the relation to the curve. Just do. Just do what you can. Be conscious. Be aware. Think. Scan. Take the time to take a breath. Slow it down. Slow it down. Don't be such in a rush to get out the door, to get to work. You shouldn't be late, but, you know, you should be on time. You should be a little bit early. It's nice. Prepare. Prepare the night before. You know, prepare. You know, you should have your essentials, your gloves, your hats, your umbrellas, your raincoats, your shoes. Preparation is key. It's good to be prepared. It's good to be organized. Not like crazy Felix Unger, uptight, anal retentive organized. There's nothing wrong with that. I'm just saying... If you're, if you're far from that, if you're far from anything I'm saying, you shouldn't let it scare you. You should embrace that. Say, yeah, I'm a mess. I'm a mess. I'm acknowledging that. I've, I've said that to myself. My friends know I've said that. I say it out loud. I'm a mess. So I'm not talking to you like I'm an expert on this. I'm a mess. But you know what? Some At some point today starting right now, which is today. So, once you've done that, you're successful. I'm going to improve my life, .001. And just saying that, just acknowledging that, you've already accomplished that. You already are at .001. Just because you acknowledged it. You can't just do that for the rest of your life. And never, you know, you you can't not do the rest of it. you got to eventually get to the rest of it. But just think, just the acknowledgement. You know, is that what they say about Alcoholics Anonymous and all that? Just acknowledging you have a problem is the first step, right, to the rest of your life, to being a success. So, assess, acknowledge, be prepared, all that stuff. Uh, you got to work. You know, you got to know your role. Uh, you got to know what your ex- you know, what's expected of you. Uh, do I want to talk about work? I don't really know. I mean, we all have different jobs. But I've learned over the years, and I've said this out loud, that I understand the employee-employer relationship very well. Um, I've been referred to by some people as a company man. I'm sure people have referred to me as a suck-up. I'm sure people have said many things about me that I would not want to hear, that I would not find complimentary 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 uh, that's fine it's fine 
because I'm immune to all that. Are you really, Dave? You're probably pretty well affected. Yeah, yes and no. It's okay. It doesn't matter. Uh, I do for me. And at the end of the day, which is, we're going to get back to that, you know, when we go to bed, because we started this with waking up. At the end of the day, I need to look back and go, what did I do? What did I accomplish? Where am I in my life? Uh, I was at work all day. I was, I'm at work way more than most of you. I'm, I'm going to be at work, you know, with the computer, as, I, as I've explained, 16, 17 hours a day. Um, I understand the employee-employer relationship. They are my boss. They are my company. They are how I achieve many things in my life, mostly financial reward, my income. My income at this job is very good. I've had income at other jobs not very good. I haven't always been the best employee at previous jobs. Uh, This particular job uh, has my loyalty because they pay me very well. These are my earning years. These are going to be my best years. Uh, These last three and however long I choose to stay here or I'm able to stay here. It may be only three more years until I leave and retire from this particular type of work, which is truck driving at night. Or I might stay here for the next 10, 15 years until I'm able to fully retire, collect Social Security, and live off my guaranteed annuity and 401k and IRA and whatever, whatever and however I put it all together. That's all things I'm working on day to day, which is something we're not going to talk about, you know, too much. But it's part of your scanning. It's part of your consciousness. It's part of you being aware. You've got to be aware of the, the end. But Dave, I'm only 20. Okay, well, the more aware you are, the better off you're going to be. It doesn't mean you have to make appointments with a financial advisor. and It doesn't mean you have to watch that Kramer show where that guy talks about mad money. Just be aware. At some point, you're going to want to retire, even though it's 40 years from now. But just imagine, if you did start preparing at a young age, if you happen to be a young person listening to the show, which I doubt you are. But just imagine, you know, if you are an older person, 40, 50, 60, just imagine how much greater life would be. Greater life would be? I don't know. That's a, that, that, is that an extreme? How much better life would be? How much easier life would be? How much more fulfilling life would be? Whatever... However you want to say it, there's so many categories, so much criteria. I can't possibly go through every one of every one of them. But imagine if you just had much better financial stability. That it enhances everything. You know, a fantastic salad. I've used the salad reference before. A fantastic salad in a bowl, a stable, clean bowl, is the way to have salad. You have a big bowl for the big salad, and then you take that spoon and fork plastic thing or whatever you use. You scoop out the salad appropriate, you know, to the amount that you want to eat, and you put it in another bowl. Usually the bowl's around. Very rarely does anybody eat in a square bowl. There's a good reason for that. 
because it's just easier, right? Um, but if you had a really great salad in a really horrible bowl, I don't know what that bowl would look like. Is it a fragile bowl? Is it a bowl that leaks so all the dressing comes out of the bottom? Is it a bowl that has a strange surface to it where there's nooks and crannies and you can't get to all the salad dressing or the whatever condiments you have in there? That would be an idiotic bowl. Why would you want a bowl with a crazy surface where you can't scoop everything out? What's the point of the analogy? The point of the analogy is you need to have a great salad and a great bowl. So your financial retirement plan, that whole thing, starting from as young as possible, is the great salad. And your your life is, is the bowl, I guess. I don't know. You want to put it all together. The earlier you start, the better. Was that really important, Dave? I don't know. It seemed like it at the time. Did I lose my train of thought? I might have stumbled a little bit. It doesn't matter. I'm moving on. You do want to put it together. That's the point, I guess. You know, when you're scanning your pantry, you're, you're self-actualizing, you know, you're focusing on your body, you're not rushing, you're, you're prepared, you're conscious, you're, you're not thinking about television and being part of the herd. You're thinking about yourself. The herd will come to you, is what I believe. Either the herd will come to you because they go, wow, look at you. Look at you with your finances. Look at you with your lifestyle. Look at you with your health. Look at you. You got it together. You got it going on. How do you do it? What's your secret? And I, we've all seen people like this. I know I have. Where I look, I go, wow, look at that guy. Look at that girl. Look at that girl. Usually for me, it's a guy. Look at that guy. Do women do that? Oh, look at that lady. Boy, she's got a nice sense of fashion. She seems to be always well put together. Maybe you like her bling or her adornment. Maybe you like the way she does her makeup. Whatever. I don't know what women think. You like the way she walks. You like the way she has puts herself together, holds herself up. She walks straight. She's upright. <laughs> You know, she doesn't talk trash about other people. She, um, she's your boss. She's a co-worker. She's the person that works at the company next door. And you go, wow, you know, I see that lady on the bus. She seems like she has it together. She seems like it. So think about it. What is she doing? Is that phony baloney? Or did she work at it? She probably worked at it. There are phony balonies out there, but she probably worked at it little by little, day to day. Point zero zero one. Didn't happen overnight for her. There is no overnight success. Overnight success is a long process until you get to that point. And then you know, I guess you could have overnight success, but it's a long road to that to that moment. So you're at work. You got to understand your employee-employer relationship. That's your boss. That's your company. You got to do what you got to do to get through the day. I wouldn't suggest hiding in the broom closet. I wouldn't suggest taking an extra 10 minutes at lunch. I wouldn't suggest talking about that one hour drama at the water cooler or texting or using 
your work computer for personal use, I would suggest immersing yourself in your job. Immerse yourself in your job. I do suggest that. And I'm saying that as somebody who's been an employee all his life, I don't really think I've ever been an employer. Uh, I don't know really if I've ever been in a supervisory position. Uh, I can't. I, I think I've done. Not really. I, I mean, no, I don't think so. But I understand both points of view. I understand the entrepreneur. I understand the owner of the company. I understand the supervisor's jobs. So I do understand. They have to. Everybody's answering to somebody. You have to answer to somebody. You have to answer to yourself as well as to your supervisor, your team manager, your leader, whoever. But if you do immerse yourself in your job, the day will go by faster. Of course, it helps if you don't look at your watch every 10 minutes. I've had some very boring 12-hour jobs that I've worked in a factory. And I know people that said, oh my God, we've only been here for 45 minutes. Like, shit, why did you say that? I don't even look up. There was two clocks in a factory I used to work at. One was on the north side of the building. One was on the south side of the building. In this, in this space that we worked at, this very, very boring job in a factory in Saugerties, New York, where we printed... Um, I was in a thing called the Bindery. Bindery. B-I-N-D-E-R-Y, I think. Where we made TV guides <laughs> for newspapers. The Bindery. Very boring job. They have jobs like a jogger. You'd be a jogger. Or you would work on the line. And you would stitch and cut and trim and whatever. It was such an archaic process. But this is when we had TV guides. I don't think they make TV guides anymore at all. I don't know. I don't buy the Sunday paper. So, but we used to make TV guides for the Sunday paper. The New York Times. The Boston Globe. Washington Post, Baltimore Sun, Daily News, I think. I'm not really sure. A lot of a lot of uh, TV guides. We did other stuff too. Very boring 12-hour job, standing in one spot. Every so often you get a break. Ridiculous. Anyway, uh, and I worked with a girl that would look at the clock and she would utter, you know, she would talk. And I, would, I hated working with her because she would take a 12-hour day and make it seem like a 20-hour day. It wasn't a very reward, rewarding job. But I did eventually get to the point where I realized, and actually I'm going to be honest with you, as I always am, it was based on a movie. My, my change in my life was based on a movie called Remains of the Day. The Remains of the Day with Anthony, Anthony, Anthony Hopkins... And that great English actress whose name I cannot remember. It wasn't Edna Dames. It was... uh, Oh, crap. It doesn't matter. Not Helen Mirren. Remains of the Day with Anthony Hopkins. That's all you need to know. And that's where I really figured out for myself the employee-employer relationship. The master-slave or uh, master-servant. If you're the boss... That's great. If you're not the boss, well, that's fine too. But if you're going to deny your position, if you're going to deny your role, if you're going to think 
that it doesn't matter. You're wrong. You do have to serve your master. You do. Because that's the agreement. That is the agreement that you've, you've made when you got hired. You have to do your job. You have to immerse yourself in your employment. <coughs> Does that mean you have to be robotic? No. You don't have to be robotic. You, you got to go to the bathroom. You breathe. You yawn. You have thoughts and feelings. But you do have to be focused. You do have to be productive. It would be helpful if you enjoyed what you did. If you don't, well, when you get home, before you go to sleep, which will be the end of this podcast, think about what you can do to change that. We're not going to talk about that today. That's on you. What can you do to change your environment? Well, you're going to have to do that when you get home. Maybe think about it during lunch. I have other ideas for what you should do for lunch. But you should do what you enjoy. Because, you know, they say you'll, if you do what you enjoy, you, you know, you'll never work another day in your life or something like that. So get, get through the day. Most of you only have an eight-hour day. I can't tell you how much I envy you. Eight hours. That's quick. I've done 12. I've done 10s. I've done 12s. And now I'm doing 16s. That's brutal. Absolutely brutal. Uh, and I, I don't like it, but I'm doing it because I understand my role. And I, I, I really don't have much choice right now. Really, Dave? No. Not really. Uh, do I have a lot of choices? Of course, I have a million choices. But they all come with consequences right now. And I think the consequences are greater than rewards. Really? Greater than enjoying your life and not working so many hours? Yeah, I know, right? Well, I'm only human. And right now, my humanity is keeping me in the space where I work a long day. And not in the space where I work a shorter day and have more time to enjoy life. Dave, does that make you a... a, a what's the word? Oh, I'm... I'm uh, all right, calm down. You'll get it. Not contradictory. Uh, hypo- uh, hypocrite? Hypocrisy? Hypocrite? If you think I'm being hypocritical, that's fine. You're allowed to think that. You might be right. But I'm not being hypocritical in a bad way. I'm not trying to be... Um, you know, you, normally when you see somebody's a hypocrite, it's usually derogatory. It's usually in a... It's not in a good way. But if I am being a hypocrite, I'm, I'm going to embrace that. And I'll, I'll own up to it. But just to know that I, I be, you know, you should know. I'm, I'm aware. I'm quite aware. And I hope to not be, if you think I am. Because it seems like I'm saying one thing, but I'm doing another. Well, the only thing I am doing differently is I, I, I'm at a job that just takes a long day. And it eats up into my life. It, it eats up a lot of my life, obviously. And it keeps me from doing the things I want to do. Which is a lot of things. And as I get older, and the clock is ticking, and my expiration date is coming closer, whatever day that may be, it's a little frightening to think that I'm not going to get to the things I want to get to. I'm not going to accomplish the things I want to accomplish. I'm not going to be at the end of the life as fully as accomplished as I like to be. It's bad enough I'm doing this at 52. 
all these things I should have done at 18, 20, 30, 40. Because I, I could and should be done by now. Really? At 52, you could be done? Well, yeah. I don't think it's that much more than 30 years worth of stuff between the ages and 50. What are they, the ages of 20 and 50? You know, hobbies, travel, food, finances, entertainment, knowledge. I think if I had done it right, I could be done by now. That might be the most naive thing I've ever said. It might be the most idealistic thing I've ever said. I don't really know. But it's okay because I'm not saying that I want I wish to be dead once I you know, it's not like oh it's over, I'm, I'm ready to go. But I'm sure that had I done all these things I'm saying to you now, if I had done that uh, when I was twenty, if I'd started all this and been a better person, a well more well-rounded person, more determined person, a person with more grit, more persistence, dedication, honesty, integrity, sincerity, passion, all that stuff. Um, I could have probably recreated myself at this point again, or you know, or five years ago, or whatever, and then find my way to the next 20, 30 years but much differently than I'm doing it now. Now it's great because I'm doing it for the first time. But I could have been doing it for the second time. And I don't know where I, where I would be. I don't know what I would have accomplished. I don't know. How do I know? There's no way to gauge. Who knows if you're even understanding what I'm talking about. I'm amazed if you're even still listening at this point. It's a pretty long-winded conversation. I really don't want this to be that long. i got to check. How long have I been doing this? Where's my app? Oh, shit. 62 minutes. I gotta go. <laughs> Sorry, folks. Um, wow. Damn. Come on, Dave. You gotta be more conscious than that. You're really full of yourself. You got lost in this conversation. That's ridiculous. I'm sorry, folks. I didn't realize I was going this long. All right, a couple more minutes, we'll shut it down. I'll go for 65 minutes, I'll shut it down. My apologies. <laughs> so full of myself. Got all lost. Um, you gotta come home from work. Try to go home. You don't always have to go to the bar. Uh, you need social life. You need quality social life. Quality. You need to be aware of your social life. You need to be aware of your relations. Who's who's good for you? Who's toxic? Who are you good for? Who are you toxic for? Think about it. You're not going to answer all these questions in a day. It's point zero zero one. Of every minute, it's point zero zero one. Of every hour, it's point zero zero one. Of every day, it's point zero zero one. Just a little bit better. A little bit. Very little. Ease up. Don't kill yourself. Don't beat yourself over the head or however you beat yourself because you didn't make a big improvement. Try to weigh a tenth of an ounce less today than tomorrow, if that's your thing. You know, today than tomorrow than yesterday. Eat one less cracker. Have one less scoop of ice cream. When you go shopping, 
Just be a little bit smarter. Seems like a lot, right? A lot of aspects of your life. The part where you sleep, the part where you wake up, the part where you clean your teeth and shave and put on your makeup, the, pick out your clothing. you got to simplify your wardrobe, by the way. Your wardrobe is probably way too complicated. Why are you getting so dressed up? For what? For who? How much money are you spending? For who? For why? For what? Because you like quality? you got to be a better shopper. You'll save more money. you got to be a little bit more thrifty. Your car. You really need that car? Can you have a cheaper car? But I like this car. Well, think about why you like this car. Why do you need that car? Can you get a lower level car? Lower level? I haven't worked this hard to get a lower level car. Well, where are you going with this car? I see women. and I, I see men too. But I see women with these big esplanades. Esplanades? Escalades. I'm like, sweetheart, where, where are you going? Sweetheart, Dave, that's sexist. Listen, whatever. Go, go F yourself. <laughs> You're getting hostile, Dave. Yeah, I know. What do you need that big boat for? Where are you going with that big boat? I'm so glad I see much less Hummers on the road than I've ever seen before. Much less Hummers. Who needs a Hummer? That whole Hummer thing was ridiculous. Now it's those Escalades and whatever, Suburbans. These big boats, ridiculous. I got a Kia. What do you need? Where are you going? Where are you going with that big screen GPS on your dashboard? The humongous flat screen GPS on your dashboard. Your big boat. Your kids flying around in the car. They're not even seatbelted. Putting on your makeup while you drive. You gotta be conscious of that. What are you doing? Be conscious of your wardrobe. Be conscious of your appearance. Be conscious of your health. Conscious. Think about it. Scale. What can you scale back? What clothing can you donate and give away? Free up that space in your closet. Declutter your life. So much to do. Anyway, as I promised, at the end of the day, you gotta eat. You gotta have a social life a little bit. Eat, relax. Try not to watch too much TV tonight. Try to limit yourself. Half an hour, an hour. Gotta get rid of that DVR. It's ridiculous. You're never gonna watch all that stuff. None of it really matters. Doesn't matter if this guy sells that, whatever, all these stupid shows, reality. Oh my God, with the Mad Men and the Breaking Bad and the Game of Thrones. Really, at the end of the day, what do you care? This is, I mean, I love entertainment. I love television. I love movies. I, I love music. I love it all. We all love it. It's great. But you gotta, you gotta scale back. Do you really? Well, think about it. Think about what you're getting, getting done in life. What are you accomplishing? Try not to drink too much. Try not to smoke. Try not to spend... Uh, don't eat too much sugar and the ice cream and all that crap. You got to prepare for tomorrow at the end of the day. Get your stuff ready. Try to pick out whatever it is that you got to pick out. Don't spend too much time on the internet with the computer, with the emails and all that stuff. Try to unsubscribe from all these things you subscribe to. Take care of your bills. Pay in advance what you can. You got a budget. You have to make allotments. You have to realize what your goals are down the road. What do you need to save money for? Vacation. How are you doing your credit cards? You got to take care of that. You got to get that taken care of. You got legal matters. You can't hide. 
You got to work at it. You got to have dinner. You got to eat right. Of course, brush your teeth, floss, rinse with Listerine. It's a lot of work. Shower, shave, get that get that bathroom together, get it ready for the morning. You got to charge up your electronics, I guess, whatever. You got to go to sleep. You got to go to sleep in a dark room. A dark room, whether you sleep during the day or whether you sleep at night. You got to have an interference-free room. You got to have sanctuary. That's the word. Sanctuary. That spot that we talked about at the beginning of this five-hour podcast, sanctuary. You need sanctuary. Look it up. I don't really know what it means. I know how to use it in a sense, sentence, in a sanctious sentence. Sanctuary. It's a great word. Millions and millions of people do not have sanctuary. You got to find it. It's great. That's why people go on vacation. Well, that's why they go. But then they ruin it because they just get too busy during vacation. Sanctuary. You need sanctuary. You need sleep. You need sanity. Are those the three S's? Well, maybe I just made that up. But it's true. You need sanctuary. You need sleep. You need sanity. You need to have sense. Common sense. It's a long podcast. I said a lot. I talked and talked. I'm amazed you stayed awake. If you fell asleep and you came back, that's good. The beauty of the podcast is you get to hit rewind and listen to it tomorrow. What? Listen to this again? Eh, I don't care. I'm glad I did it. I just broke another record. I'm on, what, 65 minutes now? Holy shit, 70 minutes? Wow. Okay, much longer than I ever, ever, ever anticipated this would be. That's the danger of doing this while I'm at work. It's a long road down this New York State Thruway. It's a never-ending road sometimes. But I did it safely. I was paying attention while I was talking. I was scanning my mirrors. I was aware of my speed. I was aware of my environment, even though I was talking to you. And I was talking to you. And I hope you listened. And I would love to listen to you. So feel free to email me at dumbingitdownwithdave at yahoo.com. Feel free to go to my Facebook page. You know, Dumb With Dave, Dumbing It Down With Dave, my website. Uh, You can comment right here on this app. You can click like. It really would be great if you would click like. It really would be great if you would comment. I don't know. I'm supposed to say these things as a podcaster. I hope you enjoy this podcaster. This podcast. What am I going to call it? I don't know. Much ado about nothing. A lot of hot air. A lot of hot air. That's what this podcast... I'm going to make fun of myself because I don't really believe that anybody's going to take this seriously. But please feel free to email me. You don't have to tell me how long this podcast was. I know. Twice as long as I think it was. Um, but write whatever you want. It's always good to hear from you. Mark wrote me a letter. I got one email in, what, now uh, almost 14 episodes. So the emails help because then I can respond and we can have a nice dialogue where I'm not just doing a monologue every show. We can have a dialogue where I can respond to your emails. And the show will uh, have an evolution. It'll progress and hopefully it'll become something else. Why not? Something else other than what it is. It will shed its its exoskeleton. That's not true. I don't know what it will do. Okay? Great. Thank you so much for listening. Appreciate your patience. Although you could have shut this off at any time. You know that. And then come back tomorrow.
Did I end it right? You got to go to sleep. You got to go to sleep in your sanctuary. It's got to be a dark room. A dark room. A quiet, dark, comfortable room at a certain temperature. You got to pay attention to your sleep. It's so crucial. Don't believe me. Do the research. Go to WebMD. I'm not endorsing it. I'm just saying. I know you do it anyway. Go somewhere. Go to Google. How crucial is your sleep? Ask your primary care physician. How important is my sleep? Do you have sleep apnea? Get a CPAP machine. Learn how to breathe. Do some yoga. Meditate. I meditate. I go to headspace.com. I'm not advertising them. They're not a sponsor of mine. They probably have, they want nothing to do with me, maybe. I don't know. Who cares? Head. H-E-A-D. Headspace.com. I've been doing Headspace now for the last three months, four months, five months, six months. I don't even know how long I've been doing it. It's been great. I love it. I'm first getting into it, 52 years old, meditation. I'm not a religious man. I don't go to church. But I like to think I'm spiritual. But the Headspace is neither this or that. It just is what it is. And it's what you make it to be. A place to go for sanctuary. It's a shield around you. It's a protective barrier. And it helps you deal... By the way, everything I'm saying could be absolutely incorrect. But my perception is... It's it's a coat of armor. It's a layer of protection. It dries you when you're wet. When you're wet, it wets you when you're dry. It moistens you when you're cracking. I am enjoying the meditation. I really am. I did not think I would stay with it this long. I did not think I would enjoy it this much. I'm acknowledging the results that I think it's giving me. I cannot gauge it in any particular way that's concrete and tangible. But I am enjoying what I think are the results of my meditation. There you go. Headspace.com. You've got to get some sleep and you've got to be comfortable in your bed. Your bed should be clean and made. Get some nice sheets. QVC has some great deals. What do I know? We got My wife and I just bought some nice sheets. And I picked them out. Because they look good. Your body is in this bed for a long time. How much of your life are you sleeping? You know those, those numbers they always throw out. You sleep a lot. You probably should sleep more. But you're laying down. Take care of that. Scan. Be aware. Be conscious. 0.001 every day. A little bit better. All right? Today was a big part of that 0.001. Put this show down for 0.10. It's a lot. It's a lot more than 0.001. Right? Is it 10 times as much? It's 10 times as much. But it's still it's very little. If you did 0 0.10, 0.010, yeah. 0.001 times 10 is 0.01. But you're still far away from 1. You're still far away from one-tenth. You're still far away from one. You're far away from ten. You're far away from a hundred. You're far away from a thousand. You, you get it? Fractions? Too much? Math? World-breaking, world-breaking, record-breaking podcast for Dumbing It Down with Dave. I hope you enjoyed it. Thanks for listening. Dave Canyon says hello and goodbye. Don't forget Pipe Dream, Comedy Pipe Network, Wednesdays at 8. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much. Good day, good night, goodbye, good luck, great skills. Take care.